Welcome to The Frontline, the sales and marketing podcast. Hello and welcome to The Frontline Sales and Marketing Podcast. Uh, we aim to provide entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders with the three T's, the tools, the tips, and the techniques that help improve sales and marketing knowledge for better results. My name is Aidan Collis. I am a CRM and marketing automation guy. And uh, if I'm here to welcome uh, Tom Brissetti, founder of Sales Team Go in the USA. Tom created Sales Team Go to help early stage B2B startups and SMBs set up the sales process and framework they need to scale. He's also a solo backpacker and is living his truth by ditching the corporate ladder and working with founders and trying to hit their next inflection point. So welcome, Tom. How are you? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Fantastic. Yeah. So I, I solo backpacking. That's uh, wh- where did you go? What did you do? Oh, well, I did a lot and I went a lot of places, but yeah, I've done three different trips actually uh, across Europe, Asia, and South America, about uh, almost a year combined between the three trips. So backpacking, I'm thinking, is that on foot or are you uh, on a scooter or are you uh, any means necessary? Every means, scooter, motorcycle. I had my own tuk-tuk in Sri Lanka for a month, Um, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, camels, whatever, you name it. So I guess you're hunkered down like the rest of us at the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh, you know, just uh, can't wait to get back out there. Start, you know, bringing in more adventures. I can imagine. Yeah. So um, let's get into it. So what are some of the essential first steps to building a framework to scale with? Yeah, well, for one, you know, just kind of on, on a high level, you really want to figure it out yourself um, before bringing someone else on and hope they have to figure it out. I mean, if you're a founder, you need to, you know, know how to bring business into and through uh, the funnel yourself. You know, you don't necessarily have to have everything figured out, but you know, you have to know how to talk to your clients. You have to know what questions they're going to ask and what value they care about. um, What are typical objections that they might bring up? Um, And then, you know, once you start getting a handle of that and start bringing new new, you know, conversations, at least into the top of funnel, you know, then you want to surround people, surround yourself with people that have the tools you don't have. Um, if you do it the other way around, you know, if, if you're just like, okay, all I need is more meetings. And I don't know how to get meetings myself, but I'm just going to hire somebody else to do it. Okay. Let me go find some lead agency to put their, you know, plug and play system in place. Hmm. It's, it's, that's not necessarily going to be a winning formula. That That's putting a high bar on them. If you couldn't figure it out, asking somebody else that knows nothing about your business to figure out um, is going to be, is going to be a challenge. Yeah. Uh, so another thing you want to do, sorry, I was, was that? Say, so if you don't have runs on the board, you don't have a business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have some wins um, and you gotta know at least, you gotta at least know your customer uh, before yeah. you can start scaling anything. If you're not really sure about your positioning and messaging um, you know, it's going to be really hard to scale. Um, and then, you know, the thing just about data, you really want to have, you want to, it's worth it to spend time, um, a little bit here and there, making sure your data is kept clean, you know, having a, a pretty neat CRM, uh, even if it's pretty limited, you don't have to have like 500 data points on every person, mm. but you will regret it. If you aren't spending time a little bit here and there, just throughout the process, uh, it's like cleaning your room. You know, if you don't clean your room for six months, it's going to get really dirty and it's going to be incredibly difficult to clean mm. it up. Uh, but if you just do it a little bit every day, it's going to, you know, you're going to be happy about that. I, um, I, I think people seriously underestimate their propensity to forget things. 
It's like, oh, 100%. You're busy, you're flat out, you're hot in the moment, and you're like, yep, I'll remember that. And then three, three weeks, four weeks, 10 customers later, it's gone. <laughs> I don't remember anything without my CRM and reminders and calendar events. You know, find the system that works for you. Um, obviously, yeah. CRMs have tasks and reminders that can, you know, ping you when it's time to do something. But like you just said, it's hard. You've got sometimes tens, hundreds, maybe even thousands, although that would be a pretty big pipeline. Just so many people to remember, Mm. like, don't kid yourself, like use the tools, harness the power of the tools that are out there. Absolutely. Um, And then kind of the last bit is let the process follow, you know, the, 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 the tools that you want to bring in and the process that you implement, um, let that follow real life as opposed to the other way around. Don't try to implement a process with certain tools and, you know, following a certain blog or something if it doesn't fit your customer journey. Ultimately, your sales process should not just be reflective of your sales process, but it should be reflective of the customer's journey. What are the milestones that the customer goes through? What are the touch points that they, you know, incur? What, what are the, what's their decision-making process? Mirror mm. your sales process to that. Put yourself in your customer's shoes. Um, and, and that's going to be a, 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 you know, smart strategy overall. And the last thing is just document, 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 document. When it's time to bring on that first hire, they're going to be set up for success much, much more if you've got a playbook to mm. hand them. Um, yeah. Even if it's not, completely comprehensive document, write it down, write down your ICP, write down the persona, write down the tools, you know, just put it on paper. And then, you know, you can even hand ownership of that, you know, series of documents over to that new hire and say, as you start executing, update Mm -hmm. this, like you own this now, put that on them and give them that responsibility. I have two mantras in that space. I believe in uh, building the parachute on the way to the ground scrappy to start with is great you know like a a few dot points on a page is better than absolutely no guidance whatsoever and um and like as you go like iterate iterate evolve and um and and you know just getting it done so i guess the the exactly what you're saying like that that's I, i can totally relate so you mentioned a few um tech tools and um like crm and uh you know having like the, the, the process, like some knowledge management uh, elements to it. What are the tech tools that are critical in setting up a sales team? Yeah, sure. So of course it's going to be, I mean, a caveat, of course it's going to vary for every company, right? It's going to be mm. unique depending on your marketing funnels and, you know, uh, all, all sorts of things, but really baseline um, think about how you're going to manage your funnel, right? So uh, you're going to need to build some sort of lead list, Right. So you're going to need it probably at least one or maybe even a few prospecting tools to, you know, find your accounts and find your emails and find your phone numbers, whatever you're looking for. Uh, There's a whole lot of there's so many tools out there, you know, that can do that. And you might need a combination. But generally think about managing your entire funnel. So one top of funnel, building your lead list. Um, Another thing you're going to want to be able to do is connect with those people. Right. So outreach. Um, There's a million automation tools out there. And they all have pros and cons. The key is going to be mixing in personalization with that automation. Um, But generally speaking, you want to build your list with a certain set of tools. You want to reach out to those people with another set of tools. And then to manage the whole thing and the glue that keeps it all together is like you mentioned, the CRM, um, which, you know, I think is is very scary. 
<laughs> for a lot of people and overwhelming and kind of a daunting, like, oh my God, a CRM, but am I going to have to pay some Salesforce developer $50,000 to build that out? It's, no, no, no. Just keep it simple. Um, maintain a few key fields, have a few, you know, simple pipeline stages. And um, one thing I'd recommend uh, is above all else is just keep good categorize and segment your context contacts as you interact with them. So while you're on a call with somebody or while you're reaching back out to them via email and you know, you've got your Gmail plug in and the HubSpot sidebar pops up mm -hmm. with their information, you know, have a field that notes what industry they're in, have a field that notes, you know, maybe how big their company is or their location or whatever few fields are going to be really valuable to your business. Doesn't have to be 50 different data points, mm. get a few in there that are really important and then upkeep that as you go, as opposed to waiting till the end when, you know, it's a complete mess. Yeah. Like, uh, like we're talking about with the, you know, trying to remember stuff as you go, because it's just not going to happen. I know that, um, you know, a lot of people are confused by the, the, the pipeline you're talking about top, middle, bottom, and, um, you know, HubSpot have this thing called the sales flywheel, which confuses and maddens things even further, but there's four basic parts, which is the awareness, uh, interest, desire, uh, and then action or decision action. And I think that uh, um, that that top of funnel, that marketing side, like you said, is is getting the outreach. That middle part is you know actually you know gauging their interests uh, and creating that desire, and then getting them to take some level of action. Having that go into the CRM, absolutely. You know, you mentioned like uh, uh, you don't need fifty grand to start off with a Salesforce implementation. That is a lot. That is big, and that is on the presumption that you know you working with startups. That's on the presumption that's an established business. They have an established processes, and they know what works. Uh, I think you know I'm a big fan of build it as you go because you're gonna know what you need as it happens. And the more you document, the more you go. Hmm. People say that a lot. We should create a field for that. Like. And depending on how good your sales process is, I've got a field for what coffee they drink. <laughs> so like, cause mine's quite in depth. I spend a lot of time with the people getting to know them properly. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not a high volume. So I really need to know the detail. So I've, you know, you could put a field in there like, uh, or, or even making notes like the dog, their dog broke its leg, follow up in uh, two weeks time, ask them how the dog's going. So that human touch point creates that next step or that next progression forward. So hundred uh, yeah. percent agree. And, and when you do go to build out your CRM, if you, you know, beyond, you know, I'm a big believer of, you know, starting for free when you can HubSpot's got an incredible amount of features on their free plan. Um, but when you do go to that next level of really building out a more substantial, um, you know, system, when it, realistically, if you're going to hire somebody for that, either a consultant or, you know, if you want to go the Upwork route or wherever it is, yeah. make sure that you find someone that's going to challenge you because a big symptom or, you know, a problem that I think a lot of founders run into when they work with, um, you know, CRM and, and tech stack consultants is that they're a lot of those consultants are really just task executors. You know, yeah. they don't necessarily are, they're not necessarily programmed to think critically yeah. about your use case and, you know, to, you know, and they want to, uh, they want to serve you and they want to do a good job. So they, they're yes, sir. And yes, ma'am, mm. as opposed to saying, wait, why, why, sir? Why, ma'am? You know, that, like, yeah. well, why should I do it this way? I think it's actually better this way. So if you're interviewing people to build out your CRM and they don't ask you, they don't challenge you at all, 
Mm. go on to the next. Well, absolutely. Like uh, uh, anyone with real life experience that's actually spoken to people because people are the customers. You know, you said at the start, put the customer first, you know, everything centers around their journey and who they are. And if you can't uh, understand that and all you get uh, is caught up on the, on the technical execution, you've, you've missed the point. Like, um, you know, someone like digital marketing is great, but we've had massive responses just from sending out a handwritten card uh, at a particular point in the journey. And there's a, there's an automation that triggers that. And, uh, and then, you know, someone goes and writes a card manually, but, understanding that you know not everything can be completely automated out and that some touch points some quirks some annoying things are actually cherished and loved by people so i i yeah 100 agree so um how can someone who doesn't have a ton of training get better at sales sure i mean there's a lot of ways right there's the obvious ways books podcasts youtube you know there's there's the classics out there like think and grow rich and how to win friends and influence people and then there's you know a million and one newer books that are coming out every single day tons of podcasts out there right if you're listening to this one chances are you you're you're, you're thinking about this sort of thing um i think one one thing that might people might overlook is the 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 amount of value you can get out of connecting with people and telling them i'm not good at x how do i be good at this yeah. And just yeah. getting your, putting yourself out there. If you really, you know, a uh, bold go, go, go on LinkedIn and post it, you know, people love to, sh- you know, um, help others. You know, I think that there is, there, there are just so many people out there, myself included, always trying mm-hmm. to find ways to connect with people and uh, create genuine connections and relationships. Mm-hmm. And if there's ways to give value, like people are going to try. So just be open about it. And the thing is with sales is that it's always evolving there's always new methodologies and, you know, hot tips and hot takes. And, you know, there's, it's, it's always going to evolve. So it's not like anybody's got it all figured out and everyone, the people who really do have it figured out, what that means is that they figured out, they have to keep learning how to keep figuring it out. So, um, you know, there's obviously the, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's obvious things like reading and listening, but just literally get yourself out there and be aware of what you're not the best at. Tell people about it. And you're going to learn from them directly. They're going to give you free coaching sessions. Um, obviously, there's another level of actually, you know, going out and trying to find a coach or something. But um, there's uh, that, that's sort of like the uh, backpacker skill set. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you know, go, going around and go, look, I, I've got no idea how to get over to that place over there or, you know, what's good in the area. And you just go out and you make connections and you talk to people and they're like, oh, you're actually interested in my area or my place or, you know, there's a bit of pride in that they can help someone. So, uh, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I like to joke that I'm the I'm a master at international sign language, um, which is not <laughs> a real language, but, uh, yeah. you know, you'd be surprised what you can figure out uh, from people by gesturing. Well, we, when we toured the US, uh, we got a, um, a couple of like little gold pins, you know, and we didn't even know. We just kind of just said, oh, here's some Australiana. There's like some koalas and some kangaroos and stuff. And we go away and, we, and like people that we like, we give them the, one of these pins. And it was like uh, just a nice little gesture. And then people saying, come to our place for dinner, stay at our house. I'll take you over here tomorrow and over there the next day, like a small bit of reciprocity, a small bit of like that relationship building as a core skill, no matter what you do, it's, it's, it's valuable. Yeah. You never know what's going to connect you with somebody unless you yeah. put it out there. Um, 
so you know just be human let your guard down mm. be open about what you're trying to to build or create what you're trying to learn and ultimately harness the collective intelligence of the people around you mm. you know um that that you know that the, the collective experiences and and learnings that a group of people have is always going to trump an individual's you know knowledge base a hundred times out of a hundred so utilize yeah. that yeah given you you know you might have all the knowledge of the world but uh scientifically you can only access 10 percent of it at any one time so you're going to rely on those you around go. you <laughs> yeah Awesome. So um, is there any other closing points for, uh, for B2B startups that you wanted to uh, share with us before we finish up today? Oh man. Well, I think, I think we hit a lot of good stuff. I mean, you know, at the end of the day um, you really got to live your truth and live your truth in the world of sales. Um, You know, if you're questioning yourself or you're questioning the product, whether or not you're a founder or you're a rep at an entry level, you know, something's got to change, whether or not it's you or the product or the process, something is off. If you're not a hundred percent behind it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to quit your job and go backpacking, you know, like I did, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it just means that you got to put in the work to figure out how to connect those dots. Because if you're not um, fully behind it, you're going to, you're not going to have the space to be genuine and authentic and really bring empathy into the, into the um, equation uh, because you're going to be preoccupied with the fact that you're not necessarily all in on whatever you're talking about. So, you know, live your truth, figure out what you need to improve. There's lots of people out there willing to do it. And then when it comes to actually, you know, um, building that framework to scale, do your best to get as far as you can wait as long as possible before, uh, you know, hiring somebody, if you, you're still figuring it out because you're, if you're the founder, how are you supposed to teach somebody how to do it? If you haven't, uh, you know, done it yourself or documented it. Yeah. <laughs> or documented it. Yeah. yeah too busy to, to show the next guy. So uh, thank you very much, Tom. That was, uh, that was some really good stuff and, um, and answering questions and sharing valuable info about sales and marketing for B2B startups with our listeners and viewers. So please make sure you look up uh, Tom Brissetti on his LinkedIn and uh, the website salesteamgo.com. And as usual, we'll put all the links in the social posts. Uh, Tom, did you have anything that you wanted to close out with? Any events or that sort of thing? Sure, sure. I mean, nothing more specific than if you made it this far in this episode, please reach out. I'm trying to connect with everybody. I'm based in the US, uh, New York. Um, If you're in Australia, if you're in Europe, if you're wherever, like, let's connect. I'm trying to grow my network with real connections. If you connect, I'm going to reach out to you and I will try to talk to you because if we can find ways to, you know, learn about each other, we're going to surprise each other on finding ways how to help each other. So um, I really mean, if you've listened this far, hit me up, let's connect and you know see what happens fantastic well thanks everybody for having a, a, another listen to another episode of the frontline sales and marketing podcast and you can follow us on all the usual social channels twitter instagram facebook linkedin and the like and you can uh, get in touch with us on the frontlinepodcast.com please fill out a form if you'd like to be on the podcast or if you have any specific questions for our guests otherwise please join us next time on the frontline thank you You have been listening to the Sales and Marketing Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to see you again soon on the front line.